ambassador, but uh got it off Amazon or something, but it was a tiny collapsible, like, you know, the small grocery the card carts, things, the small ones, like, that you can get, like IV, like the small cart, it was a collapsible one. And I saw those people many times and I thought, man, what a genius move. They had a little collapsible one that they could take all of it, all of it up in one load, you know, Damn, that's smart. Yeah. Apartment living is totally different from what I've been dealing with. My, I've never lived in an apartment or any kind of, you know, loft or anything. So, like, upstairs, like, other people around. Yeah. I woke up this morning and I heard, like, the people walking, like, clip-clops of feet. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Going to have a Sydney Pitt situation going on. I just mine. <laughs> Who won that one? Sydney. Yeah, you did leave. <laughs> <laughs> Doug. Yeah, yeah. Doug Pitt. Doug Pitt won that one. No, no, I think your place is going to be great, especially when you pointed out yesterday, too, that that wall, no one's on the other side of that. Right. That's going to be fucking and it's, great. It's solid brick. Like, yeah. That's, in, in some parts, and, it's... And it's the like, rooms aren't sharing that wall with right. the other side. That's going to be real nice. So I share, like, that long hallway wall, I share that with the neighbors. But but the rooms are on the other side. Exactly. That's so we nice shut part. the door. Like, they're all solid doors. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. like, even when I'm doing the laundry or whatever, because I did some laundry last night there... You shut the laundry door there in the bathroom and you can't hear shit. Oh, dude, I, I feel like noise. at your place right now, you'll probably never hear your neighbors because it's not, it's not well, some college kids. It concerned me because they just heard like the clip clop of heels this morning. And I wasn't sure, I knew it wasn't coming from up top, but surely it couldn't have been coming through the wall next door. It had to have been because there's a space under the door. It had to have been the hallway. In the hallway, yeah. No, it's, it, it had to be. You know, the clip-clop of heels was the uh, day I really lost my shit with Sydney mm. when she had all her friends over upstairs, and I banged I thought her. it was the piss, like... No, well, that was the first one. Right. That was the first one. But mm. then the clip-clop, I, I was smashing a broom on the ceiling, and she stomped on it down there like that, you know? Dude, the shitty part about my place is, like, if somebody's too loud upstairs, I don't have anything tall enough to reach the ceilings. Uh, dude, <laughs> like, I, I can't hit them hard yeah. enough. Dude, I think at your place, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be just fine. It's it's not going to be any deal at all. It's going to be a little bit of adjustment, like to uh, you know, apartment loft living. Yeah, because no. I've never done it, you know. So it's I've always had my own house, my own yard, my own. Well, I mean, for space, the, be as I, loud as I want. I, I don't have to worry about anything. I think it's it's a lot of the factor too of where you are, right? Because there's a lot of fucking places where just any Joe Schmo can live and be loud and be an asshole. The place where you live, there's really it doesn't seem like there's people who are loud assholes. Well, you have you seen any of the uh, neighbors? Maybe that was Robert when he was helping me move. Mm -hmm. So I've met both my neighbors. Uh, the one right next to you. So there's the one right next to me, and then there's the one on top. I've met both of them. Okay. And it, it's basically all single guys and married couples, which mm -hmm. was kind of a bummer because you know I had it, I had this idea of uh, you know a nice loft with a bunch of single girls uh, living around, which well, just you know. Really dreaming. Yeah, yeah. Just a little California dreaming, you know, but... Uh, but you met your neighbors? Yeah. And nice so, people? Yeah, so the ones right next to me are, like, married, and like, he, he offered to, like, give me tattoos and shit for free. He's like, if you ever need anything, just, like, come over. <laughs> right off the bat? Yeah. Well, he, he went out of his way, so, or, like, his... I don't remember his name, but his wife's name I remember because it was called Ikram. Mm. Ikram was her name, and how do you forget that? <laughs> Ikram. Ikram. Are you a pilgrim? Like it was pretty, so I, I remember that, but I can't remember his name because I was so 
Oh, you'll see him. Yeah, see yeah, him. yeah. But he, he he came back. So me and my brother were taking some stuff back to, or we were headed back to the elevator or whatever. And he, we passed him and he came back and he's like, uh, hey, I noticed you had, like, had some work done on your arm. Like, if you ever need anybody, just like let me oh, know. Hit me that's up. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Making small talk with the neighbors. Honestly, mm-hmm. if I could give you any apartment advice. Start off on the right foot. That's, that's the thing because uh, you know that uh, the place on Walnut, I had the only old people lived in the whole building, were right next door to me. Right. But they were, like, seasonal, weren't they? Like, or- Well, yeah, they came in on the weekends. They had a house out in the country, and they had a place at hers, mm. you know? so Interesting. Like, do they own them? Yeah, yeah. They, oh, okay. they own the place next to me, and they tried mm. to sell it, and they couldn't sell it. And that said something to me about my building. It was like these, they couldn't even sell it. Do you know what said a lot about your building to me? It was that windy day at the mother's thing when all the shingles blew off the roof and <laughs> smashed my truck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. No, but the... When I, the first time that I met that older couple that lived mm-hmm. next to me, uh, I was, you know, you, you know, you're nice yeah, right yeah. off the bat. And the first time I met him, I, uh, went back into my place and I wrote my phone number down, my name, and I mm-hmm. went back and knocked on the door and gave it to him. I said, Hey, listen, if I'm ever too loud or anything like that, just give me a call because that's really a, a, a you know, a, a little friendship. Right. And also they're going to think twice about, uh, yeah. And I never had a anything. problem with them. And they were probably yeah. nights where, you know, we you were, were there. Yeah, there was there, probably yeah. nights where it was real bad. But, uh, yeah, the next yeah, time you see your move. neighbors, you know, give them, a, give them a name and a phone number and say, hey, listen, you ever want to hit me up? If I'm ever being too loud, just hit me up. Because that that's a smooth move. Yeah. Because that didn't happen with Sydney Pitt. Well, you know, she just came in there thinking she owned the place, which was what you'd expect from a famous nephew, you know, niece. That's still one of my favorite text conversations we ever had. <laughs> it was uh, you were like, oh, oh. The, the blinds are drawn, I'm in the dark. <laughs> it's like, he's here. <laughs> yeah. You know, for those listening on the podcast, I had a, I didn't even know for probably a year. She that, lived there uh, that long? Was uh, she yeah. there for a while? Yeah, she was there for a while. I didn't even know for probably a year. But my place that I used to live at on Walnut, a nice little patio. Mm-hmm. Great patio furniture. All my furniture, you know, I really just take. That's from one my thing I, I regret not having is that patio. Oh, well, you know, you can live without it. I got the windows that open all the way. Oh, that is nice. That, that is, is nice. nice. Yeah. But I had some nice patio furniture, and uh, I never knew who lived above me. Even after this first incident happened, I never knew who it was until that Cole guy who you met. <laughs> yeah, and that's a whole different story. Mm. But uh, one day I showed back up and I walked out to my patio to have a nice little sit. And it was just covered in a, it, it, at the time, I feel like it was, for some reason, a, a brown, stinky substance. Mm. And eventually, I figured out his dog piss. The The patio above me, the dog's been pissing all over it. Won't let him out, just let him. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I didn't know who lived above me. Dude, and furthermore, that could drip down to your neighbors below, and they think it's you. Oh, I did it a couple times. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I pissed on their porch <laughs> patio. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I wrote a nice fucking note. Nice note. I said, hey, listen, you know, I have a dog, too. Accidents happen. I just want to let you know this happened. Mm-hmm. Here's my name. Here's my phone number, blah, blah, blah. A common courtesy. You would think that someone would text you or call you and say, hey, listen, I'm sorry. Because I was prepared for you that. I, there's nothing. You can't do anything. Right, yeah. Yeah, good point. Nothing ever happened. So then, guy who lived up on the floor right next to who this was, this mystery person at the mm-hmm. time, Saw downtown one night, and I knew him from the building. I said, oh, yeah, you know uh, who that is? I said, that's uh, Sidney Pitt. I said, Sidney Pitt? 
Says, yeah, that's uh, Doug Pitt's daughter, Brad Pitt's niece. Mm. Went, oh, son of a bitch. And then he told me the story. No wonder she didn't answer your There uh, were text. ambulances there a week before. There were ambulances a week before because she'd gotten so drunk oh, that no. she went up to the elevator on the top floor and someone had busted their head. Maybe her, maybe someone else, but it bled all over the carpet up there. Mm. And I went up and I confirmed. I saw the carpet stain. They eventually cleaned it up. But then after that, it was war was on with Sydney Pitt. Oh, yeah, especially and, after the no uh, tax, and, you know. And she fucking brought up fucking high heels up there. It sounded like a Kentucky. Kentucky Derby going on. Probably a bunch of her friends with a bunch of clod oh, hoppers on. Oh, my God. So, you know, and I, you know, I think I went up there and knocked a couple times after that. I know, I can't even remember, but there was one time I knocked on her door and I talked with her. And face I to face? Yes, and I can't remember what was said, but something was said, and then I went back down. How did you feel when you walked away from the face-to-face? I don't know. I can't okay. remember the, I can't remember the situation at all, really, right now. Mm-hmm. But, uh... After that, it just got worse and worse. And then eventually I started hitting up the uh, apartment security. Mm. And I started calling the apartment security. Well, you're security. left with no options, really, yeah. at this point. And the apartment security showed up a couple times and banged on her door. One time they're down the parking lot and yelled up at her on the patio. Dude, I may have been there then. <laughs> yeah, they yelled up at her on the patio and shit like that. And all I wanted was uh, just be a nice neighbor. Like I don't care. If you're going to be. hoppers off. Honestly, if you're going to be loud as shit, I, I really would have. Cared less if you told me ahead of time. Right. And said, hey, listen, I'm going to have a big fucking party. I'm going to be loud. I want to care. But even I if was, you get a line of communication with her. Exactly. I just had a sour taste from the start. Sure. And I didn't like it. You got snubbed. Yeah. And then uh, one day she was Hollywood world there. And I slammed a broom into the fucking ceiling. And then in retaliation, immediately she went, oh, 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 oh. Mm. and I went, oh, you were fuck. communicating. Yeah. So uh, what I did was I went to her dad's website, Doug Pitt's website. <laughs> DougPitt.com. Kind of nervous about saying this right now. <laughs> you know what? It's, you know, let's let's say it, and then if Doug Pitt wants to argue with it, honestly, he wants to do anything, yeah, bring honestly, it. Yeah, I don't let's care. talk on the podcast. So what I we'll did resolve was this I, on the podcast. Yeah, I made a I made a fake email, and it was our building hates your daughter at gmail.com. <laughs> Which is just <laughs> petty as shit. Yeah. So good though. And uh and uh I uh I said uh, your daughter's really pissing everybody off, and I said a few other things that uh are illegal, but she was fucking doing. I'm not going to fucking sell the boat that far. It was something that I knew that was going on, but she had Negroes over and, uh, oh, you know, the, shit. the cut co- that out. I don't want to fucking be associated. <laughs> no, that wasn't that was the problem. Joke. That was not the problem. Not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I sent an email and honestly, you know, you think you're not going to get anything back within right. fucking 15 minutes. Within 15 mm. minutes, an email came back to that address. Dude, that's almost so, scarier. Than, oh, the, dude, the I know. I, I was shitting my pants, and it said, "It said, you, you know, you something along the lines of like, you you fucking scared pussy. Like, r- tell me your name if you want to fucking say something like that about Which my is daughter." A wild response to someone complaining. Oh, dude, it was immediately. Again, the, it, was, you know, the, it was zero to a hundred on yeah. that fucking email. Like and, the address, though. <laughs> and I got that email, and I shut the email down. I shut that email down immediately. Because I went, oh God! Like I this really guy, this, this guy's time. in the computer business, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I shut it down. And probably about thirty minutes after that, I heard some yelling upstairs, and it was just—it was just enough where I could hear. I knew it was him. I turned all the lights off, mm. and I hid in my bedroom and probably did a little Indian sheet. <laughs> you were live texting. He's here. He's here. <laughs> he 
easier. But then you ran into him not too after that. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to a Valentine's Day dinner at uh, uh, Vandevort, and uh, I was sitting right next to him, and I uh, I tried to snap a picture for you. Yeah, it'd be funny. <laughs> I, I put the phone over like this, and the flash was on, and I turned it down real quick. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I he didn't know who I was, but goddamn, you know what? It's just scary, the thought, because we were thinking like, you know, if he did one call to his brother, there's some high-power people. Oh. Oh, I do for real. As, as, as quick as that went to a hundred with him, like you think he's not going to call his brother oh, and, dude, he's and call in all he's the, on fire. All and the- I heard the I heard the fucking yelling too. And you know what? You know, Sydney Pitt. If you ever fucking hear this, me talking right now, I really do not have anything too personal against you. You should have just reached out to me initially and right. said, "Hey, listen, uh, you know, sorry about that." You wouldn't even have had to say sorry. I, I wasn't looking for a sorry. Just, just no, a, just a response. An just, open line, like you yeah. said. An open line because I I know that I have fucking been loud as shit for neighbors. Right. If you just would have like respected, been uh, you know, mutual in the respect, I would have had no problem. But you just decided to go full out and not give a shit. And, and it really escalate. it and really fucking pissed me off. Yeah. It really pissed me off. You gotta be careful who you piss off. Yeah. You know? But I think you'll be fun at yours. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be, that's what I was thinking. Though, I was like, you know, uh, you know, it's weird, like cohabitating with other people. Because again, I've never had to do that. So, a bunch of people in one building, you're all kind of working under one ecosystem, if you will. So, oh, yeah, it, you it's know, it's interesting. Actually, another another big tip. This is probably the biggest tip mm-hmm. because you said you heard the uh, heels right. the other day, and you said it had to be from the hall. Mm-hmm. This is something I forgot about all the t- all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. You can hear people in the hallway, right? Perfectly, mm-hmm. and I I have a little bit of a people probably say I'm on the spectrum. On on uh, I think we're all where, a little on where, the, uh, uh, Sometimes when I think I'm alone, I'll just start making noises and go ah, <laughs> yelling and shit like that, <laughs> like just making noises and shit. And the day I realized it was too far in, it was probably two years in at this place. After doing I all was, this. I was stomping around probably without any clothes on going, oh, 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 hey, yo, doing something like that. <laughs> and the thing that took me out of it was I could easily and clearly hear the door across from me, a key going in and unlocking my neighbor. <laughs> and mm. I know they heard me. Yeah. So that's a big apartment that's, tip. That's what I, because I was thinking like I was, it was my first night ever in, Staying in an apartment, so I'm I'm like worried about doing my laundry. It's like you know, is the is, is the oh is no, the that's spin, no yeah, is the no. spin cycle. But I'm thinking like that's my thought process. Yeah. And so then I wake up to like heels clacking in the hall, and I'm thinking like, oh my god, if they can, if I can hear that, imagine oh, they no, probably that, heard they, every step I took they last can hear night. You. The only I think the only blessing to your place is that the real common area is so far away from that door right? that I think you're safe because it would be such a situation where the person right across the hall was going into the room right? and then we were yelling way on the other side. Right. And, you know, it was just, it was only a few minutes I heard that. Obviously, I heard some doors open and closing. So, like, and, you know, there's a huge gap at the bottom of the door. So, I'm just yeah. assuming that that's what I heard. I was just surprised by you know, how loud and, it and was. And on the other end, uh, the respectful end of it, when you're walking through hallways in an apartment, should be yelling. Keep it quiet. Yeah. yeah, you shouldn't be fucking yelling. You shouldn't be making a big scene because that was something that pissed me off too when people would come over mm-hmm. and then you'd go out or be coming back and people would, ah! like bumping into walls yeah, and, and shit. And you feel like yeah. a fucking parent going, hey, hey shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, it's the worst. Shut the fuck up. You don't want to yeah. fucking say that, but it's like you can't fucking be doing that in an apartment building. 
have a little respect, you know, for for like it's a whole level of stress, really. That uh, it, not having the experience in it, like I don't know how far I can take it. Yeah, and so every little noise I'm making, I'm assuming I can that they can hear it, you know, and it's uh, it's a little bit stressful. But yeah, you got to be real quiet during alone time. A little, uh, t- <laughs> little tip. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> My neighbors don't know you're here. <laughs> Do it to yourself. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, uh, when you go to the bathroom, if you don't mind taking your shoes off and tiptoeing. <laughs> yeah, just make sure when you when you pull your iPhone up uh, that, uh, that the volume is low. So the first thing... Uh, First thing that doesn't blast, I was like, have you ever heard of jerk mate? God damn Oculus. Yeah, no, apartment life's a little bit different. I think you'll do fine. I your your place your place looks great. Your place oh, I'm is sure. Yeah, up. I'm excited. You know, it's uh Dude, it's, honestly, like uh dude, the way the rest of them are positioned, you have a prime time spot on the edge of the building. Right. You don't really have you're not gonna have to worry about noise, I think. Well, cause so the studio, the the studio room, one wall is the exterior wall of the building, so I don't have to worry about that. And then the rest is my apartment, so I don't have to worry about that. But there's one ten foot wall that shares with the next place. And so that's really the only wall I'm, I'm, I'm worried about, but I think you'll be good. I mean, I we're not, I mean, what are we doing? Laughing? Like we're not like right now we're just chit chatting as a, you know, it's not that big a deal. Oh dude, if I could live in a fucking place, you know, with as late as we went until 6am playing mm. music with all sides you know, and never get a complaint. You're gonna be, you're gonna be gold. Yeah, you're, you're right. Be fine. And they're all young people live there. You know, it's like nobody really gives a shit. But there's always that little bit in the back of your mind. It's like, you know, I, I just don't want to be that asshole. Because like, even hearing those clip clops is like, I'm trying to sleep here in my, in my, uh, my elastic sheet. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. You know, one of the only one of the times that I really got pissed off about something that I didn't even confront the person or say anything about, but you'll know who it is through the story is it was a late night that went into the morning, the mm. morning, the birds morning sun chirping. came up yep. and Joe was out on the, uh, patio with mm-hmm. this person. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the, it wasn't a roommate. It was, a, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Another. The loud one. And my old neighbors who'd come there on the weekend would like to go out and drink coffee Watch early this, yeah. in the morning. I remember this. And they were out there drinking beers, and this person leaned over and went, because ah, <laughs> we'd been up all night, and we'd been uh, just uh, having a good time. And I just thought, God damn it, these people are just going to be like this motherfucker because this person leaned over and like started talking to him. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you have no business talking to these old-timers. No, like, what, what do you, no. What, what, Beneficial conversation you can strike up with these snowbirds that bounce between loft and loft. But the great part about my place, though, is that nobody lives beneath me. So I live right above like that storage locker area. So nobody lives beneath me. I only have one person above me and then one person, you know, beside and then on that one wall. Oh, it's a dream. Yeah. It's, it really couldn't be any better. Oh, it's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it. It's going to be fun. And the levels of security to bring strange guests in just to do random drunken 
Lindbergh Night podcast. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta be vetted to come in. Oh yeah, know? yeah. You got to give the old RW a stamp of approval, dude. And that was uh, that was the thing I like with your elevator key. You right, have to have that elevator. So you're it's, it may seem like a bitch to let people in that you have to go down, but the the day I realized I fucked up at my place was the code. when I gave people the code because they can get to your door. Because before that, I didn't know the code. Mm. And people had to call me on the little deal. Right. And I could buzz them up. The day when people found out the code to come up, I was just like, well, fuck, anybody can come up now. Oh, yeah. Just bang on my door. Dude, no, you have to have a hard key. There's not even like key fobs or anything for any of the doors. It's hard keys. And I have a key ring full of fucking rings just so to get to my apartment. If you ever fucking uh, get pissed that you have to go down, just realize it's really a blessing. Oh, no. I saw the benefit immediately because I started blessing. thinking about the podcast because there's yeah. tons. Of, like, I'd like to have homeless people come on and do the fucking podcast. Yeah. But I would never do it here because they could just come right back yeah. in while I'm gone and then steal all my shit. Yeah. It's a blessing to have to go down and physically let people in. Yeah. You know? I'm excited for it. Dude, I am too. Plus, I got the front entrance and the, the back entrance. You know, and I was going to ask you about that yesterday. And then uh, when we pulled around front today, you know, that mm-hmm. answered my question because I was going to ask, can you go in from the front? Yeah. And uh, that's that's nice, the front access and back access. Right, yeah. yeah. And there's, there's two accesses in the back. So if I just want to go straight to the stairs in the back, there's another door I can use to go straight to the I back. I explored that today. Yeah, I noticed you were gone yeah, for a bit. <laughs> I walked back there. I was I was looking around a little bit. I was just uh, finding doors that were open, and I saw Dude, that. I, I I still have to figure everything out because like when I the owner came and gave me like the walkthrough and everything, and she's like, "Oh, and then you want to do this?" And it's like there's so many doors around there that you've really got to know where you're going. And, and each door looks exactly the same. So you open one, you know, you go somewhere else. It, it's just it's a fucking maze. Dude, it kind of is. It kind of is. And everything looks the same, but again, security. Yeah. Dude, honestly, it kind of, uh, and, and I mean, it seems, I feel like if I told this to myself, I'd go, no, it doesn't. But for some reason, the hallway, when you get off the elevator, and again, if I said this to myself, I said, no, you're a fucking idiot. It reminds me of the shining. I was going to say, it's got some shining vibes. It kind of does. And yeah. I was kind of like, I was like, why? Why? It's just though? a long hallway with no doors except yeah. for one to the stairs. Yeah. Like, that's and it. I, it was like, I like it though. Oh, like yeah, it's, you know, it's cool, but yeah, that you get definitely... That's like, almost another level of security, where if someone doesn't know where you live, if someone They can never the, find their way back. Yeah, if someone doesn't have the number, they're <laughs> yeah. going to have no idea. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, you're not paying Your attention. room really isn't a spot where it's the it's the spot where you dude, can find... When when she was giving me the tour, I was like, where are you going? Like, there's no more rooms. Like, this is a this is a dead end from another dead end. Why do you are you keeping walking? And then finally, like the room is like tucked around the corner. I was like, oh shit! All right, we, yeah. we popped in there. So I'm excited because I I would love to talk to homeless people. Like, figure out what's going on their story. Yeah, yeah you might want to cool down on that one. I don't know. I'm not saying every fucking day, but uh, yeah, you know, I I'm in a position like in that place. I'm in a position where they can't fucking get back in. Although they could bug me outside. Yeah, I mean, that's, but I've got three entrances. I yeah. can just yeah. I don't know, man. You don't want to talk to a homeless person to figure out why they got there? Dude, I mean, I not to ask. Certainly not the burn victim voodoo witch I yeah. saw the other day. I, and, and she's yeah. not coming up. But. And, and not to act like, oh, I fucking live downtown and I fucking know. I don't want to fucking come off that way at all. Mm-hmm. But being down at that fucking walnut place, at first it was it was cool. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I have a little conversation. And it turned into, over the four years that I was there, Unwanted. Where I was, 
I yelled at some people I because where that these, yeah. where that price cutter used to be, the little grocery store or right. whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. One day, uh, a guy asked me. He told me this whole story, and I was already I was gonna say no from the start. Mm-hmm. But he told me this whole story. Oh, I got you know I got to get a bus ticket. Blah 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 blah. blah. You know I got to go tonight. Blah blah blah. And then two days later, he fucking forgot me, and he fucking said the whole. No spiel again. again. And I was so fucking angry that I yelled mm. at him. I said, do you not fucking remember who I am? You said the same goddamn <laughs> bull that you have to leave tonight. And I just- Get a bus to your back home. I yeah. shit on this motherfucker. But mm. uh, I, See, and, I, and I feel like that the people over, and, and I don't know this. I don't know I, either. I've never I lived. I feel like the people in commercial might be a whole different beast. Could be. Could be a whole different beast of fucking I don't, homeless. I, I think that if you're homeless on commercial street, you're not- doing it for like panhandling because there's not a, I don't, there's not a shit ton of traffic through there like I think you're literally like you're just if you invite a homeless man I feel like you're going to get murdered well, that's, they're going to get killed I'll they're going to see in a I'll night have, I'll have you're going to invite him up to a nice ass place yeah and they can't get back <laughs> hey, in come talk to me for my podcast you don't think <laughs> yeah. they're going to fucking stab dude, I'll you g- I'll give them 30 40 bucks oh dude I'll that's going to be even worse they're going to know you I'll, have cash I'll have to vet him a little bit you know I don't know man that seems dangerous it seems dangerous yeah, well, you know, you know, you live. Uh, you only live one life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, hey, if you've gone this far in the podcast, uh, let's go ahead and chime in whether you want to hear a homeless person story. Actually, or not. yeah, yeah, uh, it's right like, in. It's like right cops. In. The reason cops is successful is because you, you, in everyday life, you see a, uh, some people pulled over by the police, and you want to know what's going on. You want to know the, in, the details of the story. Same with a homeless person. You want to know what decisions, what what. Instances led them to to the life they're currently living, and I'll give them thirty bucks to you know, you know spin what? a web. Actually, a little funny side story. The only other person that I knew that lived on commercial was the uh, the jury girl that I've told you about. Back oh in yeah, the day. yeah. And uh, she lived there at the end of our uh, uh, knowing each other. And the straw that broke the camel's back was one night when I was hanging out with you mm. at my place. On oh, the Walnut. one you kicked me out that night? No, no, no. Yeah, that was the same one. That okay. was the same okay. one. And. Uh, and she had called me, and I was hanging out with you and right, right, whoever right, else. Yeah. And she said, "Listen, there's a uh, there's some weird people in front of the doorway, uh, like probably homeless, something like that. And like, can you come her walk place? me? Yeah. And, and she lived right there on commercial, like this kind of block from your cold call. And, and uh, she's like, "Can you please come over here and walk me up?" And I was drunk, and I was like, "Listen, I'm I'm hanging out with my friends right now." And I don't even think that I don't even over. think you gave that much thought to it. You're no, just, no, 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 no. Get the fuck out of here. It was exactly no, no. Said. That was a different time. That was that oh, was that, after that had happened. Oh, that okay. Was way well, I after. I don't know that we ever hung out when this chick was around the first time. No, I don't think we did. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we did. The but only that time was, I know that was the that was the. That was the end of that it. That was the end of it right mm. there because I was hanging I out with people that, and I was like, I was like, and she's like, you're not going to come help me come up to my room. And I said, I, listen, I'm drunk. I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because if she mm-hmm. called at the time that I was hanging out with you, you, you kicked me. He was like, oh, Russell, you got to go. Hey, I, I hate to say it, man. You got to go. You got to yeah. go. I was like, what's going on? He's like, I'll tell you later. Just, yeah. just get the fuck out of here. No. I was like, yeah. Okay. And that was, that was when Ben was still, uh, hopeful and happy about, uh, you know, a, a young a young man's view on maybe things can still work out, and nothing mm. ever happened. That's how I've <laughs> lived my life, and it hasn't paid off a goddamn dime. Well, it's about to on Commercial Street. Boy, isn't it? About to on Commercial. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I'm just excited to, see, like, go try all the restaurants and, like, the different bars and shops and shit. Like, just, just, to, just to try them. You know, I want to look something up right now. Actually, that uh, when I first came back, 
Because you'll from uh, Fayetteville. When yeah, when I first moved back, and it was actually that that one girl that did, had introduced me to it mm-hmm. uh, at Lindbergh's, and I got to look it up. Uh, I'm gonna try to keep talking here. Uh, I played at Lindbergh's a few times, like uh, in the back in the band days. Lindbergh's is fucking great. Well, we went and saw that uh, that horn band or whatever that was that one time. Remember that horn man? Horn band? Like it was? Uh, oh, Lindbergh's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was one of the you know few times in recent memory I've been there, and it was a pretty good time. All right. Well, maybe I won't be able to find it because I need to search for something specific. But uh, what there, is it at about? the time? There was uh, uh, like once a month at Lindbergh's there would be mm-hmm. something called Wild Bug Wild. Bill's Book Club, Ooh. and it was like off the bat. It kind of sounds like, uh, what, what, what is this? But uh, it was called Wild Bill's Book Club, and so it could be anybody, and they would do uh, a book for the month. And the first time I went, it was Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm, interesting. And people, anybody who signed up, could come up on stage and sing a song about the book. And it was really, it was. Like, not to make it sound dumb, this whole thing was so fucking funny and cool. It was mainly old people. Like, the guy, I remember, was an old man with a mandolin. And you you got to do a song about the book. And, like, hey, everyone, do a little ditty there was us. a ton of people there just fucking laughing and crying, like, because it was so fucking funny. So, Dude, but like, that's a really cool uh, it was just a dumb, idea. Yeah, it was just know? a dumb little thing. And it was called Wild Bill's Book Club. They did it once a month. And they would just yeah, be like, this is cool. the book this month. If you want to come up and sing a song about it, and like most of the songs are like people coming up with guitars or mandolins, dude, that's There's kind of what I'm with, excited about being yeah. down there. It's like it's it's like we were talking about earlier. It's like you know, downtown and commercial street are two different things, and so I, I, it's like more like you said, more our age, like yeah. more like yeah, it's downtown is just like clubbing, like it's not really so much clubbing but you know what i mean like it attracts a D- younger downtown crowd. is more of a fucking i'm gonna go out and get drunk and get fucked up and try to get laid right commercial street is more of like i'm gonna go out and have a good night have a few drinks maybe there's some kind of weird kind of show going on maybe i'll learn gonna... something be a part of something yeah yeah like, yeah. yeah and that's commercial that, that, street's a different at vibe. this point in my life that's where i'm at like i just you know it's like especially the podcast deals like it, it it really is like you know like I was talking about like the open mic nights and shit like with stand up comedy and stuff. Like oh that. yeah, dude, and they have those on fucking commercial yeah, too. Geez, like every Tuesday is uh, Lindbergh's open night. So yeah. like how awesome would that be to just, find a, a comedian and have him come back? Dude, and- literally just fucking be at home and then that night, like that is the benefit of living in an area where you can walk out the door right. and go somewhere and just be like. I got nothing going on tonight. I'm going to mm-hmm. walk across the street and have a couple beers. Don't and, have to and, worry about getting home. Yeah, like, and and watch something happen, and yeah. I'm just going to go up go up to bed whenever exactly. I want. Yeah. yeah. I, can bail, the, I can bail anytime I want. I'm yeah. living in my own world. I can do whatever I want, which is perfect for me because, yeah. you know, if I decide to go out for some night, it's like I'm committed to it. Like if I go downtown from here, I'm committed to it. So oh, it's going to be a night. Yeah. It's going to be a yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't just go right back home. You know, it's like, yeah. if I'm not having a good time here, nothing's happening. I, I can just walk right back. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can just walk down somewhere, have a couple beers somewhere, walk back home. That, that is the thing that I honestly still want, like looking for a new place. I want that. Like, it's cause it, you, you kind of feel isolated. Like I, I, I've had, I don't want to call it depression, but I've had, I've had like a uh, regret of after living downtown, mm-hmm. 
like being kind of isolated and it's like, you know, if you're just home for the night and you start feeling like, you know what, I'd like to go out and have a drink somewhere, you can't. It's Damn. a it's an event. Yeah. It's an yep. event. You got to let's say you really want to do it, you've got to get an Uber which is going to be 30 bucks because you're so far out and then you talk yourself out of it because Yeah, you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to stay home yeah, like, and watch Andy Griffith. Yeah, which you know, <laughs> that's a good time, but <laughs> not when you're in that mood, you know, when you're like you're ready to go do something. Yeah. No, what I'm and pumped so, about too this weekend is checking out Lindbergh's breakfast. Oh, dude, the chef's special. Are you going to do it? You do the chef's I think I'll do it every week. Yeah, I do that. Uh, Any it place. It's like that restaurant idea we had. Like, you don't know what you're going to order. You don't know what you're getting. Whatever yeah. they're making is what you get. Yeah. I really like that episode because, or not episode, but I like that idea because if I have the choice, I'm going to order like the the most basic white, like chicken strip kind of fucking shit mm-hmm. because I don't know anything else. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it, when a chef has- can, Leads you down a road of trying something new. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's what I'm really excited about. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, after, like, catching up with all this Bourdain shit, it's like, I would love to, like, live that way, but I, I don't have the adventurous Dude, enough you, spirit. you literally have the access of a perfect date night or Anywhere a, I want. a breakfast morning on mm-hmm. Commercial Street. Like, I've got guys- everything there. Oh yeah, because uh, dude, Van Gogh's. I you know, I I went to Van Gogh's uh, a handful of times, and it's a it's a great place to go have a little brunch. You wouldn't go there by yourself. You or me right. wouldn't go there by yourself. Even if you lived down there, you wouldn't go grab a sandwich or something. Well, no, I mean, like I had their uh, I've had their regular food, but not during regular hours. Where I had the regular food was on uh, uh, the. Uh, uh, Murder mystery night at Pythian because they have Van Gogh's cater. Yeah, and it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Is that your entire experience with Van Gogh's? Well, that was the, the you know the the regular food, but the uh, the the breakfast at Van Gogh's. There's uh, it's all fucking Dutch food. It's it's very fucking plain. It's just you know egg sausage shit like that. Right. But there's something. Uh, if you ever go there, and I'm, I'm planning on it. Yeah. yeah, this will be something where you need to take a girl in the morning to mm-hmm. brunch there to Van Gogh's because it's a little. Should I try it first so I don't make an icky face? No, 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 no. <laughs> you'll you'll like it because I'm about to tell you. It's uh, you can go there and get like you know pancakes. I mean, the thing that I always got there was just a regular, you know, it was like eggs, bacon, you know, shit like that. Yeah, he's regular breakfast. There, yeah. But there's something there. It's like a charcuterie board, but it's a breakfast board. And the breakfast you have my board, attention. the breakfast board is fan fucking tastic, because you can go there, you order a carafe of mimosa, they give you a big fucking jug of mimosa mm. right there, and then unlimited whatever, bottomless, uh, no, not bottomless, mm. not bottomless, it's like an Alamo. Mm. but uh, there's a breakfast board, and the breakfast board has like uh, like pancetta, basically like you know the European fucking bacon, right, right, right. Uh, shit like that. And uh, they have these cheeses, and this is honestly, I'm going to tell you this, and we're not spoiling it, anything. So it's going to be something that you won't understand, and it won't sound good until you try it. And I know you'll try it. I know you eventually will. The anti-billion-dollar bacon. There's this thing on the breakfast board that's called witch's cheese. Okay, and it is. I have no fucking idea ever. I I couldn't save my life. And Gun to your head, you it's, can't. It's witch's cheese, and it's kind of a creamy fucking little thing that you smear on the bread, and it tastes so goddamn good. And then the other thing, do you like, like a, a brie? Like a, 
like a brie, but chunky. There's a lot of things in it, and it tastes mm. so goddamn good. Mm. And, and I gotta ask you, do you like a do you like a hard boiled egg? Love them. Okay, I'll eat three okay. or four a morning. So a staple of the breakfast board too is they have a, a specific dish that I've never seen in my fucking life before that holds perfectly an egg. And they hard boil an egg and they put it in this little dish. Dude, it's, on a, the it's board. A, the old English breakfast. They got the little di- like the little cup that yeah that holds, that holds the heart. An and you eat it with a spoon. Yeah. And then and then that uh, it's on the board and you crack the shell on it mm-hmm. and you peel it off and there's a hard boiled egg and it that's is a, a that's a Winston Churchill. Oh, breakfast. dude, it is that's a that's a, <laughs> a Winston Churchill. It is a breakfast. good fucking addition. Ooh. You got to order whatever you're going to order for breakfast, and but then, then also get the board. Oh, okay. So just your regular, like, it's yeah, like, yeah, like an appetizer for breakfast. Yeah. You go to Van Gogh's and you say, mm-hmm. I'll take a jug of mimosa. I'll take the breakfast board. And then you order what you're going to order. I'll have a milk jug of mimosa. Yeah. And they bring the mimosa out. Mm. You sip on the first one. They bring the breakfast board out and it's got, it's got different cheeses. They choose different cheeses every month that they slice up and wow. put it on. And it has meat, grapes, uh, like all kinds of shit, the egg, the witch's cheese, and then mm. some bread, like some toasted little bread that you spread it on. I got to tell you, the main reason I was so excited for Hy-Vee to be opening up over here was their brunch. The Hy-Vee brunch is oh, out of this world. So I've, good. I never went and you told me about it. So good. Yeah, you told me about it. But it was too far away. It's a Sunday morning. Like, you know, it's, they don't it's, do it anymore, it's a lot of work. Maybe like maybe a COVID thing that they yeah I they, think they shut it down for COVID, maybe yeah, yeah. Uh, because it was a buffet style like it wasn't just like a, a, a but didn't you say they had the bottomless there oh yeah bottomless uh, uh, bloody marys and mimosas and you can switch back and forth if you wanted oh. to oh. with a whole bar like a whole setup of oh, fixings yeah. mm-hmm. and then you go around the corner and they've got like the perfect buffet like the mix of like salmon and. Chinese chicken, like it's just it's, oh, it's anything cra- you want. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a crazy mix of shit, but it's incredible. And so I was, I was always made the joke was like, well, you know, as soon as they open, I'm gonna get a a, a golf cart that just runs on mimosas, and I was just gonna cruise up there and get them. But you know, it's only halfway done. I'm leaving, but now I have a brunch within walking distance. You Sounds know, like I have several brunches within walking distance. Yeah, yeah. Van Gogh's, Limburg's. I mean, I don't know what else is there, but they probably fucking have them. Dude, one thing that's piqued my interest is the. Uh, it's it's that uh, it's called that Lebanese place. I don't know anything about it, but it I like before. a straight to the point. Yeah, had it before. Pretty good. From like Lebanon, like yeah. Middle Eastern kind of. Yeah, yeah. I've had uh, and uh, you know, if I just give my honest opinion about it, I've had they they did some shit down on the square before. I've actually been there and eaten once. They have a there's something called a. I'm gonna say this totally wrong. It's called like tabbouleh salad salad or something mm-hmm. terrible don't get it okay don't get it it's get fucking it sh- shit but they have other things that are really fucking good that lebanese place has some good fucking shit i was wondering i was like because when it when they say it like that and it's spelled like in like in oriental yeah like yeah font they but it's, it's a not- lot of lamb a lot of lamb a lot of lambaloni yeah lambaloni <laughs> <laughs> lambaloni crime yeah. family lambaloni uh, dude, uh, yeah, uh, Cafe Cusco, Pizza House. I'm excited for Pizza House. Dude, Pizza House is gonna fucking, I, I really hope you like it. Honestly, I'm kind of scared because it, it's, uh, it's something that I feel like it's a controversial pizza where you, well, here's the I thing. I could see if people didn't like it. I could, here's be like, the thing oh. though, like it's a convenient pizza. Like yeah. I could just walk out the door and get it. And so it's gonna be better than, I gotta say, the salad's great. 
dude, that's what makes us. That's what makes a pizza joint is their side salad. It in is my the, opinion. It is the their it, when you get their salad. Their salad is the most simple fucking thing. It's a pile mm-hmm. of lettuce. Iceberg, romaine, what are we talking here? Uh, iceberg. Oh, that's what I like in a salad. Iceberg lettuce, they put a couple of, like, if you cut a tomato straight down, like in little, like, Quarters. slices like that. Yeah. yeah. There's probably two slices of that, but it's the cheese. They what sprinkle they almost, a, I, I would swear to God, and I it probably isn't, but I would swear it was a Provel. I mean, it seems like a Provel establishment, yeah. like a St. Louis, the especially cheese, when you talk about the pizza being thin the crust. The cheese that they put on top of that salad is Provel style, mm. and their simple salad is so I could simple. Eat, I could eat a salad of just Provel cheese. Dude, their salad is so fucking good, but uh, their pizza is extremely goddamn thin. Does it, is, does it do like the soupy thing, like an Emo's? Uh, or is it a pretty even? Like, I, I wouldn't say it's as soupy. Because what, what's it's what's not, interesting about emos is the way the cheese and the sauce mix almost into no, one. No, no, this is more separated. More like a regular it, it, thin it's, crust. It's piece more, but it's not all the way there. So like an in between. It's in between. It's in between. Mm. Yeah, it's in between. Because there's a lot of times I don't like emos because like it gets stuck in my teeth and like you know <laughs> the <laughs> the thing about pizza house <laughs> is <laughs> their pizza is so. Thin and goddamn greasy, that it is so going crispy to be, though. Uh, Depends on how on long. the ends. On the ends, it's crispy. Mm-hmm. It's not soggy in the middle. It's not soggy, but yeah. the thing about a pizza house pizza is it it is a guaranteed you're gonna eat that, and you got a couple hours at least of not doing anything. You're gonna want to yeah. fucking lay down. Well, you're gonna want to lay down. In my older age, I've I, any pizza I eat. Just like destroys me, like heartburn wise. Oh yeah, oh because I'll, I'll have a couple. I'll have a couple beers with a pizza, and yeah. it's just like the, the worst heartburn. I've This ever is gonna had. do it. You're and, gonna need some tums. Damn it. Yeah, you're gonna need some tums for this. Nexium. It is, it is goddamn greasy. It's worth it, it though. It is fucking greasy. Yeah, I mean, two dude, two old lesbians never made a better pizza than Pizza mm. House. It's a good pizza. A couple desert lesbians, huh? Yeah, no, nah, they they fucking make a good one. But uh, Pete's house is good. It looks so. like a cool joint, like you know, just like like a lot of old uh, oh, dude, decor and shit. You, you know, coffee, you go to Big Mama's. So it's like a bar too. You know, it's like you a- literally are living in fucking date night, date morning, prime time. I know, I know. And like, you know how I know and, that and you is have, your excitement for this. You have such a great place. You have such a great place that you are going to be able to have a date and say. Let's go down to fucking anywhere on commercial, Lindbergh's anywhere, uh, White River. You're going to have a night. Mm-hmm. She'll fucking come back distance. up and see your place, and your place is impressive. It's a sealed deal. And then the next morning you go, let's go have a little breakfast at Van Gogh's. Let's go to Lindbergh's. You know, you have, you are living in basically Tinder real life. Wow. <laughs> Should I add that to my profile? Like <laughs> living in real life Tinder? Oh, yeah. No, I'm. Ex- you're exactly right. Like, there's there's tons of stuff. You know, it just you know, I just need to spend some alone time figuring out the good stuff that you know. Oh yeah, yeah. The conversation. Some, uh, you know, soul searching. Exactly. It's like you know, this is really yeah. good. You know, no. and then knowing a little bit about the place. Yeah, I mean, dude, it it would take you two weeks to go to every single place and uh, see what's up, and uh, you'll you'll know everything about it. Oh, oh man, going a little chocolate factory tour. Oh. No. You know, this lawyer, uh, you know, Askinosi, <laughs> you know, he didn't make a chocolate factory because, uh, Hey, Sean Askinosi, if you listen to this, everybody knows that Feeney killed, uh, killed his wife and you got him off. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us the real story live. Everybody wants to know. 
And I want to say that's speculative just in case you try to sue me. I, I just said that as a joke. Yeah, and also listen to our episode on uh, on O.J. Simpson. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was also speculative. That's a joke. Legally, that is a joke. I'm just making a joke right that's now. That's a legal joke and you can't sue me. Yeah, I am making a joke. I, don't, a, I don't actually think that. I do uh, open mics at Lindbergh's on Tuesdays. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, something of a comedian. <laughs> But that's also, you know, it's it's a great spot to meet people that are funny and have them, like, on oh, the dude, podcast. Honestly, honestly, you know, like, the people that you could just meet, like, I mean, there's a good crowd, like, not yeah. talking about numbers, but a good crowd that goes to Lindbergh's. Well, I think it's more our crowd. Like, it's just more, like... Yeah, it, there, like, there's a like, good crowd that you could meet and make good friends. Exactly. And the people that come on because the weekends... Because the, the, the uh, quality interactions you have on Commercial Street are tenfold what you would have downtown. Yeah. Interaction-wise. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot more close. close right. On, right. Know. And, you know, no, there's... Again, just... I, I slept my first night there last night, but, you know, I assume there's a lot less douchebags, you know? Oh, no, definitely. Or, or maybe the douche is in a different direction. No, I, I would agree with that 100% because everyone goes downtown. Right. Only the people who want to venture out to commercial go to commercial, and right. those are more, uh, I feel like, our... Uh, our, our set of people. Right. Because anytime I go downtown, I just feel like an idiot. Like Yeah, you feel like, what, are you going to go to Zan? Yeah. Get shot in the leg and try to Dude, even, accidentally even, hook up with a 15-year-old? You know? That's what it. happens downtown. That is. That's what the, happens downtown. And then the Ali, I mean, the uh, the uh, the mu- Muslim owners, they kidnap you. But that's beside the point. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That was oh my God. very enlightening. Let's I, end it on this story. I, oh, shit. Should we even say that goddamn story? Dude, have we had any repercussions from, from Not that? yet. <laughs> Look, we have 11 listeners. <laughs> we know who you are, and if you rat us out. <laughs> so me and Ben, this may be one of the only times that we ever, we like. We haven't actually really talked about this that I, much. Not really. Like, yeah. it kind of just went by the way, but, like, we never really met chicks and, like, had them in, a in, in like, a, a conversation situation like we got along with them really well like to the point where they would come back like we go out all the time but that that was just not really in our wheelhouse to to work a conversation well, i want to i want to stop you on there mm-hmm. I, I had a couple and one big one was uh when i came back i brought a oh, fuck should i even fucking say this something i saw russell uh one one girl one day said uh, i once i got up to my place she said i saw two people fucking out in the truck yeah no Russell's this is truck. yeah no, that, no that's that's fair game yeah that was me fucking <laughs> <in> the truck <laughs> because what happened earlier like you must have come right back i feel like because i had smoked a bong rip right before we <laughs> left and then i got downtown like you know 10 or 12 feet from the fucking door of the bar we were going to and i go no 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 we, we i'm turning around right now <laughs> we turned around we fucked in my truck well i think that was the organic night where i made the bet that you wouldn't eat something and you immediately shoved your mouth full of them the mu- the mushroom story <laughs> that was a different night because okay, okay. that was a work night and and baker was there okay okay because okay. for whatever reason like you're like you won't do this 100 bucks i bet you 100 bucks you won't eat all this i ate all these mushrooms you <laughs> lost 100 bucks <laughs> and then i walk out to my car to leave cuz i'm like oh this isn't going to be good <laughs> and my work ipad had been stolen and some <laughs> checkbooks and shit <laughs> i i've been totally ripped off from the night and so i'm high on mushrooms <laughs> like texting my boss like i'm so uh, <laughs> I lost the iPad. Is, is everything going to be okay? <laughs> Dude, that was the scariest I've ever been in my life. I went straight home and threw up. <laughs> That's probably a good call. Uh, so what, what were we going to end this on? It was a story. Uh, oh, the uh, the uh, Middle Eastern uh, girls. Yes. The Middle Eastern girls. And so yeah. maybe I'm telling it wrong, but we... we I want to hear, hear you say it. So we, you know, 
didn't have a whole lot of luck like bringing chicks back, you know, because Ben lived downtown. So like it was our, you know, it was like we go out and eat, every night you go out, you expect to like meet some chicks and, and come back and like, and just, it just never happened. But this night we start talking to these chicks and they're Middle East. I think they're actually from like Iraq. Like, yeah, no, I remember one of them told me she was from Bahrain. Oh, okay. because it was at uh, Finnegan's. Yeah, it was that's Finnegan's. where. Yeah, we met him at Finnegan's. Yeah, and so we were like chit chatting with him and everything. And eventually, I, I don't even know how it came up. But it was like, hey, let's go back. Yeah, just or, hang out. Yeah, yeah, just hang. So, but between Finnegan's and Ben's place, there's this bar called Sand. And we're walking back, and both of them are like, "Oh no, this is bad. We 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 can't we can't walk past this place." And we're like, "No, no, no." Like no, we, we like we finally convinced some chicks to like go back to your place. Like no 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 everything's fine. <laughs> it's like did we say something? It's like no no no. Like these people know us and they'll like like have us like arrest. I don't know if it was arrested, but they they were just terrified. Yeah no of I, I, I I'll add to that part of the story. Mm-hmm. Like there was something weird about where on the walk back to my place we are gonna go probably through that alley. You know yeah 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 and. And they were like dead serious that they did they could not walk past Zan right because of some Middle Eastern dudes that they knew that they said they were going to be in big trouble if these dudes saw them walking around downtown right or and, something and like so that. And we kind of like, played yeah. along with it too. It's like all right, well you know that's cool. Like we can walk around. So we like did a like a. Huge wide loop, loop yeah. wide loop around downtown. And the whole time, like, I feel like we were trying to ask, like, what, what was that all? Like, is, yeah, yeah. Like, what's well, going yeah. on? It's like, what the fuck it is Never this about? got a real answer. Yeah. And then uh, it, I think they did end up coming back, and then it was just kind of weird. Honestly, I don't remember it past the I, I got, uh, can't walk. I got uh, either a snap or a number from one of them, and it, it was just like a, a – like, hey, how's it going? And just no response ever again kind of a deal. Like, Man, I, that shows you Saudi Arabia. Listen, ladies. Listen. You know what? I don't have any problem with anybody across the world, but uh, if you want to be friends with Saudi Arabia, not only did they fund 9-11, you can't drive over there. You don't have a lot of uh, – you don't have a lot of uh, – uh, like freedoms. Th- freedoms that you yeah. can do. Well, as you know, a man. fun fact yeah. I learned from Train Graffiti today uh, behind my place is uh, Bush actually did 9 11. Yeah, uh, hot take. Yeah, you can check that out on Infowars.com. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you thought about it, uh, Bush might have been behind 9 11. Well, I mean, he's just on a train, but you know, also the same train had a hashtag BLM. So yeah, let me go down an hour long road, Tower 7. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk about Tower 7. Uh, you know, what about the Pentagon? Nah, shit. Yeah. You know, the thing got blasted by a fighter jet. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a weird night where those girls just, uh, they were like, it It really was Almost. the feeling of where it really was that feeling of no freedom where they knew probably some guys mm-hmm. that were Middle Eastern that would have fucking... Well, really fucking shit on him hard for some reason. Oh, 100%. And of course, this yeah. is the worst situation for drunk Russell to be in because he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't understand the nuances of the Middle East. Nah. He's like, what's wrong? What's going on here? That's, you don't have to be afraid of anything. I walk past this alley all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was that was that was a weird fucking situation. Never really, really even got any answers. Yeah. No. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll leave Hope you with that. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, we almost did an hour here just on this second half. Yeah, that's good. I like it. We'll we'll let you guys decide. You decide. We, we report. We you report. Decide. You decide. Damn right. Call me Brett Bart. <laughs> Is that his name? <laughs> Bright Bart. I don't know. Bright. What's the what's the, uh, the, uh, the reporter? The main anchor for Fox News. Tucker. No, the other guy. Bright Bart. Yeah, Bright. That's what I said. Shepard Smith. No, the jet. I don't know. I don't think it's like Brett. Brett. Uh, Brett. Bart. <laughs> what? 